Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Uh, I think the good traders are the confident people that they accept a loss with confidence and grace. A lot of people, I mean, it's in our human nature that we don't want to accept a loss or failure, and we fight for it that n- not accept a loss. But the people who are good traders, they're really good at saying, oops, oh, it didn't work, oops, I got out, and then they come back. But if you want to fight with the market and say, no, 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 it has to go my direction, and I'm, no, I'm not getting out, I'm adding more to my position, the people who are stubborn in accepting a loss, uh, they're usually not becoming a good trader. So, you know, you have to be really flexible. Hi, this is financial journalist and share trader Caroline Stephen. Welcome to the Talking Trading Podcast. Our special guest on the show today is Mr. Andrew Aziz from Bear Bull Traders. And Chris Tate recently appeared on the Bear Bull Trader Podcast himself, Talk With Traders. Andrew's a really interesting young man. He describes himself as an engineer by training, a trader by profession, and an adventurer by heart. It's a good description of a young man who makes profits by scalping big moves in short periods of time. And today, Andrew talks about his day trading style. Andrew is the author of several books, including How to Day Trade for a Living. I do wish I had have asked him more about his adventuring lifestyle. His pics on Instagram look great. But first on today's show, let's hear our unsung hero with Louise Bedford, Mr. Bruce Fennick. Our unsung hero for today is Bruce Fennick. Bruce, you have been a helper at our mentor program meetings for years and years. Not only do you make the effort to put a big smile on your face when sometimes, as we all know, it can be hard to smile when new people are in front of us, you've also made sure that our new traders feel completely at home in this somewhat foreign area of trading. The things I love about you, Bruce, is that you are Mr. Consistency. You are happy to do without now so that you will have a better future. You also realize that if it's to be, it's up to me. You always take responsibility for your own actions. And your reading is incredible. I love all of the books you read. And so many of the books that I read, I was originally introduced because of your recommendation. So Bruce, Chris Tate and I are behind you all the way. You are our unsung hero for today. I'm Bob Pardo from Pardo and Company. I listen to Talking Trading and I enjoy it. Mr. Andrew Aziz from Bull Bear Traders. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. 
Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to have a chat with you and your uh, audience. Andrew, I'm loving your accent. Now, you're a young man who lives in Vancouver, but we don't know what your accent is. Tell us about yourself, how long you've been trading, what style of trader are you, and exactly what your accent is. Yeah, my, uh, <clears throat> my background is, uh, is from Iran. So I'm from Middle East. I grew up in Iran. I did my study in Iran and I had my bachelor's and master's in engineering, chemical engineering in Iran. And I came to Canada about uh, 10 years ago to do my PhD in chemical engineering. Um, I did my school in, at UBC, University of British Columbia in Vancouver. After I finished my school, I started working. And then during those times, I started uh, you know, messing around with the markets because after I started working, I never had any money in my account, but after I started working, working I had some savings and you know, I just put my money in the, in the stock market and I got really fascinated by how it moves and how it's working. Um, so I started trading while I was working on that, and off. That was 2016, but, uh, wasn't it, that you started? Um, no, it was before that. Before that, I think I started somehow about 2013, messing around with it. But day trading, I started seriously in 2015. Um, and uh, yeah, professionally from uh, you know bearable traders uh, from, since 2016 when I actually started bearable traders. Tell us about bearable traders. So when I was learning uh, trading by myself, it was very difficult uh, to get information, to answer questions, and uh, you know find uh, find answers easily. So I decided to start a community of traders to get to you know get together and have a chat and share ideas, answer questions, give us each other help and support. Um, originally, it was just a f- group of friends and family, just a Google Hangout. And then as, as I published my book and I put my contact information in my book, people started reaching out to me and they wanted to be part of the community. So we actually expanded to uh, other traders. And I think it's very beneficial to be with a group of uh, like-minded traders uh, to help to try to make trading better for everyone. It's and- not only for trading, just for any endeavor. I think it's good to be a, you know, part of a club or community. Andrew, what style of trader are you? I'm a day trader. I do day trade stock market um, just from the volatility of the market open. You know, market opens at 9.30 in the morning on the Eastern time zone in the New York time zone in the U.S. And just for the first hour or first two hours of the market, we just day trade in uh, in the stock market. Because I heard your interview with Mike Bellafore, which was very good, I have to say. And you were talking about your scalping profits. Yep. Yeah, so day trading also has its different, uh, you know, approach. I'm more of a scalper, so I try to make money out of big moves in a short period of time. Uh, so my trades usually, you know, takes from seconds to maybe 5, 10, 20 minutes. I don't hold positions for longer than maybe 10, 15 minutes. There are some day traders who hold positions over, over you know, during the day, like they are trend traders and their trades are hours. But for me, it's just usually seconds and minutes. So you've been trading professionally bull bear markets traders for three years. In your experience, what does every beginner trader need to learn? Uh, they need to they need to do it right. I think it's very, very important to uh, have the proper tools and education for day trading. Um, day trading is one of those uh, careers or professional businesses that uh, if you don't have the proper tool, especially the tools, uh, you have no ch- chance of uh, winning. 
Um, you know, for example, if you have a coffee shop and you don't have the best, uh, you know, espresso machine or best tables, you might still survive. I mean, people might come, grab a coffee and go. If the quality is not the greatest, you might still have that business. But in day trading, if you don't have the best tools, like a very fast platform or fast execution, then you don't have any chance in day trading. And a lot of people lose money on that. And um, they were wondering, oh, why it's uh, not possible or it's difficult or it's impossible or it's Wall Street. But it's just having the proper tools in trading is very important. What's the best story that you have about trading? Uh, the best story that I had was actually a very embarrassing story. Uh, you know, I, I'm trading in the community and I'm, you know, t- you know, in front of 500, 600 people. I trade live and I show my platform and I try to teach them. But one day I started doing something that I always tell people don't do it. You know, I started doing one of the, uh, you know, deadliest scene in day trading, which is not getting stopped out of a losing trade, but I just keep adding to my losing position. <laughs> and uh, I just kept add to my losing position until I had to accept a very big loss, a $7,000 loss in one trade in front of everyone. And that was really, really embarrassing. But it turned out to be one of the best learning points for me and for a lot of traders in our community because they just saw how bad it is. When you do not accept a loss in day trading because we have a rule that you have to always get stopped out if you, the trade doesn't go in your way. And if you just want to you know, keep staying in the position and keep adding to your losing position in the hope that maybe it comes back, then you might actually... Uh, you know, blow up your account. And that's pretty much what I did in front of everyone. And uh, yeah. <laughs> This story is not uncommon, just to make you feel better, Andrew. What psychological advice would you give to traders? Uh, psychologically, I think, um, you know, you have to be patient with trading. You know, nobody can expect to be a lawyer or doctor or engineer in a short period of time. But a lot of people, because they can open an account in a week and they can fund their account in a day, they, they're expecting to become a profitable trader in a you know, in, in few weeks or a few months. I think you have to be patient and you have to have some sort of level of resilience to be able to recover from some bad days if you want to be successful in trading. So patience is one of the things that you have to work on it. And for that, you need to manage your expectation. So I always tell people, don't quit your job. Don't sell your house. Don't do anything, you know, revolutionary in your life. Uh, be patient because trading takes time. And for that, you need to psychologically be prepared, be able to pay your life and bills and the other sources. Keep your job as much as possible and try to fit trading into your life um, until you become a profitable trader. How much time do you spend trading? Uh, for me, it's about two hours, including the preparation and pre-market and after journaling and recap and, um, you know, publishing my uh, video recaps. So let's talk a balanced life then. What do you do with the other hours in your day? Uh, for me, um, trading is, it's, you know, it's emotional is very over- overwhelming. You know, you have to look at the market. It's stressful. So I personally can't trade for the whole day. You know, eight hours in behind of my screen and watching this price and all of this stress. It's just not for me. I don't like that. And also, I like a lifestyle that it's only two hours. If I wanted to work 10 hours or 15 hours a day, I would have gone into, you know, another, you know, work. And maybe I get even paid better. But I just love the two hours lifestyle. Uh, for the rest of the day, for me, because I am part of a community and I teach, so I spend a lot of time on the teaching and developing 
a course material and running the community. Uh, but if you're not uh, having anything on the side as a trader, I think you have to spend some time with family, enjoy, spend some time with yourself and fitness. I do go for a run during the day. Uh, you know, it help, helps me to be in a better, to manage my stress much better and Same. be in more physical shape. Yeah. Same. Andrew, tell us your profit loss. What are your results like? Can you share? Uh, profit and loss. Well, my daily goal is about a thousand to two thousand dollar a day. Um, my loss, my max loss is also $2,000 a day. So if I have a $2,000 loss a day, I try to uh, stop trading. And if I have something around between $1,000 to $2,000, I try to stop trading. But that uh, really goes back into how much money I have in my account. Not everyone can have that. I mean, what I say to people is usually 1% to 2% of your account is a very, very reasonable and acceptable profit a day. So, you know, for example, if you have a $10,000 account, $100 a day, is a really good return. So do not expect to have a $2,000 a day just with a $10,000 account. So it has to be proportionate to what, how much money you have in your account. So chemical engineering was boring. What was fascinating about the markets? Um, so market is, uh, you know, it's a game of probability. And I love speculation about, uh, you know, the market. You know, in chemical engineering, everything is, you know, mathematics and formula and everything has to be perfectly working. You know, you, you can't design a car or chemical plant or a you know, process just based on probability. You know, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to mathematically fit. But in the market, there is a certain uncertainty that I love, that you always have to speculate about the price and the potential direction of the price. It's like playing poker. You know, it's it, there is something in there. It's not gambling. You know, it's, it's very important not to. Um, you know, differentiate uh, to differentiate gambling from trading, but the, the uncertainty involved and you know the speculation involved is very very interesting. Like playing a chess or playing a backgammon or you know the poker. It's just it's amazing. It fascinates me, um, and I do learn a lot about myself. That's another thing that me as a trader uh, make the final decision, and I love that. You know, as an engineer. You are just part of a team and someone else is signing off on your design and, you know, you are not really sometimes the final decision maker. But I love as a trader, I'm the, I am the, the career. It's very similar it. to professional athletes, you know, like swimmers. You know, I always when I start my day, it's like I'm going into a competition, like a professional swimmer. I'm, I'm, I'm going into a competition and I love that type of businesses or careers. The buck stops with me. Systems, the importance of systems in trading, all good traders are systematic. It's something I've had to work on very hard as a trader to be successful. What do you think the importance of systems are in the market? Uh, there are very different types and styles of trading. I mean, uh, I personally have a certain strategy that I'm trading, but I'm not a mechanical trader. You know, I am, you know, there are some systems that all of the decisions are made by the rules of the system. You either a computer execute that or you do it by yourself, but you don't have any say in do or not doing the trade. My system is more like a discretionary trading. I make the decision based on the pattern, based on the market condition, and sometimes I pass on the trades that you know system might say you should take that trade. Um, I usually trade on the opening ranges. You know when the stock at the open finds a direction to the upside or to the downside, I'm actually taking the trade to the long or to the short, depending on which direction a stock is going up. And um, I, I, I pretty much that trade, that system works for me. I have, that's a very simple 
system. It's been known for years and decades, and I, it just works for me. The, the most important thing about any approach, any strategy, or any system is the risk management. And you have to make sure that you know how to control your losses in any system that you choose. There is no best system. A lot of traders are asking me, which one is the best? There is no best. You have to just find what is the best for you. Like, there is no best automobile in the market anymore. You know, you just have to see what kind of car is best for you. Do you want a sport car or you want a van or you want a truck? Or what, what, what is best for you in your situation? As Jack Schwager says, there are many ways to skin a cat and a trader must find their personality. Exactly. I love that. I, I, yeah, great quote. What qualities does it take to be a successful trader? What quality attributes do? Um, they are really good uh, uh, losers. Uh, I think the good traders are the confident people that they accept a loss with confidence and grace. A lot of people, I mean, it's in our human nature that we don't want to accept a loss or failure and we fight for it that n- not accept a loss. But the people who are good traders, they're really good at saying, oops, Oh, it didn't work. Oops, I got out and then they come back. But if you want to fight with the market and say, no, 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 it has to go my direction. And I'm not, I'm not getting out. I'm adding more to my position. The people who are stubborn in accepting a loss, uh, they're usually not becoming a good trader. So, you know, you have to be really flexible and also resilient. You know, you know sometimes you have really bad days or bad trades, but the, the quality of the mental strength of coming back from those, uh, you know, harsh times, it's called resilience and it's very important. I mean, we've seen it in other aspects of life too. Some people after divorce or after getting laid off, they just can't take put their life back. But some people, they go through a lot of harsh times, but still the next day they can come up. It's just a quality, you know, it's one of those uh, mystery in, in the human psyche, really. Three final pieces of advice you'd like to leave our listeners. I want to say if it's trading into your life, um, you know, don't try to fit your life into trading. So, for example, if you, if you don't have the time for day trading, you know, just you, you can't you, you can't become a trader. I mean, there's no pressure. Don't put the pressure on you. A lot of people want to quit their job or move their family somewhere else to be able to trade. Don't do it. Try to see if trading is actually fitting your life or not. Um, the second advice would be be in touch with a group of traders. I mean, depending on what you trade, stocks, crypto, options, mm-hmm. futures, currency, whatever that you're trading, try to be in touch with a group of traders uh, that have this uh, um, you know, mission to make trading better for everyone. And also the last one is uh, um, the successful traders are the ones that are winner outside of trading. You know, having a good life, being happy outside of trading, having a successful career outside of trading or good family or, you know, being a good dad or good mom, they have a very positive effect on your trading. And, you know, you're going to talk with Dr. Brett Steinbarger. He's going to also mention that the successful traders are winner outside of trading as well. That okay. affects that. So, yeah. so Vancouver or Tehran, which is the nicer city? Oh, Vancouver is definitely a very beautiful city. But Tehran, uh, sometimes I miss uh, the sun and sometimes I miss the good weather in Tehran. But Vancouver is beautiful. We have the oceans and mountains and skiing and uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, Uh, Vancouver is home now. (laughs) Where can people find out more about you, Andrew? 
So they can check our website, bearbulltraders.com. And, uh, or they can go to Amazon and search my name, Andrew Aziz. I have a couple of books published and they can read my books. And my email is andrew at bearbulltraders.com. Or I'm in social media. Just search Andrew Aziz or Bearbull Traders in all social media and send me a message. I'm more than happy to have a chat with everyone. I'm thinking you're going to be a very good skier. I am actually, yes. Uh, I'm enjoying my time in the mountains when there's a skiing. And I'm, you know, rock climbing and the mountaineering when there's not much skiing. And you're trading in the meantime. Andrew, thanks for your time. It was a delight to talk with you. Thank you very much. And I hope to talk to you soon. And that's all for today's show on Talking Trading. We will be taking two weeks off over the Easter break. So may the Easter Bunny be kind to you. May your Easter baskets be filled with chocolate and may your family stay safe. We will be returning with psychologist extraordinaire Mandy Paul Rafsanjani after the break. She's a fantastic guest. You may remember her from a couple of years ago. Take care. Be well. Be safe. Happy trading. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it helps people find us. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.